Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of JM Rewind. My name is Nahum Siegel. JM Rewind gives us a chance to hear uh, some of the guests who've been on JM the AM recently. And one of our recent music guests was the band, the group Star. They were in to uh, discuss their music, their unique style, and uh, their incredible story. Star up next, including a live music performance in studio right here at JM Rewind at the Nahum Siegel Network. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. We promised you a live music alert Tuesday. Remember that guarantee we gave you? And sure enough, Star are uh, in our studio. Or is it, our, is it is or are? I wonder. Star in our studio this morning here at JM in the AM, visiting us all the way from Israel. Imagine that. We're in Israel last week. We're in Israel next week. In between, we get a visitor from Israel, and that's the group Star at JM in the AM. Gentlemen, good morning. Welcome. An absolute pleasure to welcome you here. We have uh, the following people who are representing Star this morning. Let me brief my wonderful audience on who's sitting in front of us. And you could you go to Facebook Live already? You go to Facebook Live, Nahum Siegel Network, you could see this amazing group. Well-dressed group of gents. Dan Isaac is here. Dan, good morning. Hey, how's it going? Are you from Beit Shemesh? I am. Where are you from originally? Because that's not a Beit Shemesh accent. That is not a bit so much accent. I'm from London, Gold is Green. From London! Yes, that's right, yeah. Gold is Green, still a big Jewish community there? Um, yeah. I'm so, as far uh, as you know, huh? Yes. Hasmo Boy, originally. Hasmoney in high school. In Gold is Green? Uh, Hendon. Oh, in Hendon. Right next to Gold is Green. Yeah, Hendon's the Flatbush of, uh, of England, we're told. That's, that's the one, yeah. That's how it's always described to us. And the music Gold is Green is the Borough Park, Hendon's the Flatbush. Well, I would say Stanford Hill. That's what Henry Stimler tells would be us. The, you know the Henry? Park. You know Henry Stimler? Is it was, is it a bad thing if I say no? Okay. <laughs> That's a, he briefed us on that. Oh, okay. Got us to know the neighborhoods of, of England. Oh. Tzvi Solomons is here. Tzvi, good morning to you. Give him a mic, somebody. Good let's morning, do, good morning. Let's do something to make this guy talk. There you go. Yeah. Tzvi, also from Beit Shemesh? No, I live in Jerusalem in Harnov. Ah, you're in Harnov. What area? Agassi. On Rehov Agassi. What number? 30. You're on 30. Do you know that place? Well, my brother was on 6 across you from uh-huh. the shul where they had that terrible uh, yep. terrorist attack. Yep. So you're further up on Agassi. Yeah, I like... Mid- you're near no. the Makolet over there. I'm right across. Right across the Makolet. Do I know my Harnof, Yoni Pollock, or what? I know my Harnof. Welcome, Tzvi Solomons. Where are you from originally? I was born in England to Irish parents. Moved to Israel when I was three, so brought up in Israel. Wow. So some Dublin roots. Yeah. I like the president of Israel at one time was from Dublin. That's right, yeah. And the chief rabbi was from Dublin. That's right. Well, we could do Israel history the entire morning with these guys. It's amazing. Pass your microphone on to Ori Murray. Ori, good morning to you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. You have a very, very interesting history, at least no, what, based on what I read online. I made it all up. You did make it's just it all for publicity. <laughs> so it's one big lie. That's huh? right. I'm really. I'm, I'm, my father's a Russia Shiva from Lakewood. That's what it is? No. <laughs> Ori Murray is here. Yeah. He's originally from Seattle, Washington. Indeed. Your mother's Jewish. Uh, yes. You come sir. from an interesting background. Intri- in, 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 indeed. And you only, based on what I read, you only discovered, quote-unquote, authentic Judaism because of an injury you suffered. Is that correct? Where, where have you been reading this? Is that the, true or the, false? You've done good research. True or false? That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Um, we'll get into that story. Okay. Coming up here at JM and the AM. And Brad Rubenstein is here. Brad, good morning to you. Good morning. Where are you from? Originally from uh, Ilford, Essex, just outside London. Then I moved a little bit into Edgware for a few months, then bounced over to Israel about 12 years oh ago. God, bouncing back and forth, it seems, uh, from yeah, England bouncing. to Israel, this group, all over the place. Indeed. 
one Jerusalemite, one guy from Seattle, and it seems that the United Kingdom is dominating otherwise. We're international, though. Your fifth member who's not here, is he also English? No, he's from New York, I told you. A New Yorker! Yeah. But he wouldn't join us this morning. No, he had to not come. What neighborhood's he from originally, do you know? I think he's from Brooklyn. How do you like that? Star is here. The group is how old? About ten years or so? Nine years old. No, nine ten? years, uh, nine. something like that. Yeah. Who are the founding members from the group that sits in front of us? Weeby, Brad, Brad Rubenstein, and myself. Ori and Brad are the founding members. That's right. And if um, and if I may, uh, at what point did you decide that uh, you guys have the musical talent to uh, get out there and entertain the groups, uh, entertain the crowds? Uh, when did all this happen? How did this uh, how did I mean, this revelation occur to you? We were both musicians from uh, before we became religious. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Something happened in yeshiva. I got like when I went to yeshiva, I got really, really from, and I and I quit rapping and quit getting. I quit music entirely, and then um, like nothing was clicking, and I was having a lot of lot of struggles in my learning. And I spoke to a, a rabbi named Rav Eitan Feiner, who's in uh, the Five Towns now. White Shul. Yeah, that's right. He's a big genius. Old friend of ours. He's amazing. So uh, the first thing he said to me is like, "Ori, like, are you still rapping?" And I said, "No, Rabbi Feiner, I don't rap anymore." And he's like, "If you did not rap, would be a chilul sham." And uh, I was like, he explained it to me because, you know, Yiddishkeit is not about locking you in a box and making you cookie cut like everybody else. It's about expressing you. And you obviously have a talent and this is what you do. So you should be rapping. So uh, so I started rapping again. I actually stumbled into this guy because I formed a really bad band with a really famous <laughs> singer named No. I formed a band with a guy named Yishai Rebo, who's like huge yeah. now in Israel. We so I, I started his first band. Wow. And uh, so I started it and it, it was not so good. And uh, I started showing some of the stuff around the yeshiva, and Brad, I played it for Brad, and Brad was like, yeah, it's cute. And then he gave me an MP3 player, said, listen to this, and it was just some crazy, serious-produced trip-hop you know, song from uh, from his previous band, and it was just unbelievable, and I just said... Would we have heard of your previous band? No. Not a chance, huh? Not a chance, no. <laughs> Originally, I was signed to a, a major record company called London Records, yeah. um, based in actually in London, and... Um, I spent a couple of years actually recording and making an album, and just as we were about to release it, Warner Records bought out London Records and dropped absolutely everybody that had released less than 50,000 records, and I fell into that. But it was good for me, because I was just coming into Yiddishkeit at the time. So, Baruch Hashem. Which, Hashem. which yeshiva were the two of you in? Aisha Torah. They Aish. get the credit? Aisha Torah gets the yeah, credit yeah, for all this? Yeah, big shout out to I think Ribbon Shalom gets the credit first, and then ah. Aish was the shaliach. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't forget him. Huh? Never. That never. would be bad. We're on Facebook Live. Go to Nahum Single Network to see our conversation with Star happening live in the studio here in New York City. Uh, go to Nahum Single Network. Now, what's so funny over there? I don't know. We're on Facebook Live and Dan's texting. It's great. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll yeah. have you know, I'm actually uh, advertising uh, the oh, fact yeah. that we are live nice. on <laughs> our <laughs> Facebook page. Let's hire this guy, Yoni. Maybe yeah. he'll moonlight that for us. That is a That's complete good. lie. He is totally on Twitter right now following... <laughs> All of his friends. Um, what instruments do the two of you play? Uh, I play the microphone. I play guitar. And you play guitar. Yeah. Um, I play the vocal chords. You're also the vocalist? Yes. And you're the drummer. Sfee's the drummer. Sfee's the drummer. Sfee's, he's good. The, like any band, the quiet drummer sitting there on the side, right? Boom, boom, pow. There you go. But let's be honest. As soon as Sfee walked in the room, you're like, that's the drummer. <laughs> yes, there's no question about it. If you're watching Facebook Live, you can identify the drummer easily. Where have I you, wonder why. Where have you been? Tell me where this tour, because you're normally in Beit Shemesh, Israel, right? Or, or somewhere around Beit Shemesh. Indeed, yeah. Uh, where have you been over the last couple of weeks? Like, what's been happening? You uh, get to America when? when we got, you, no, we got to America like 
four days ago, five four days ago. Have you done anything since Tisha B'Av? Have you done any performances? Yeah, after we landed the next day, we played uh, at Camp La Vie. How was that? That was totally crazy. This mind-blowing experience. They love Star up there? They, everybody loves Star everywhere. It's unfair to say. Right, now you're being too Star. general. They like you in La Vie or not? We're yeah, very familiar love, with La Vie. They like us in La Vie. We're good. We, okay. we play all. We, we cater to all with our... Our abilities, we cater, cater to all sects and realms of Judaism and non-Judaism. Then after that, you went where? We went to Camp Lake Sen- Seneca Lake. Oh, you were in Seneca. You we saw lo- Irv. All right. Yeah. yeah. Irv's my man. Irv's the king. Shout out to Irv. Big shout out to Irv. That's right. Shoot that jump shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Seneca Lake before uh, Before getting Before they booked us, no. Interesting. Then from there, where'd you go? From there, we went to Philadelphia. For Shabbat? Uh, no, we were in we were in Camp Lake Seneca ah, for, for Seneca Lake, Lake right? for for Shabbat. Then Philly when Philly was after Shabbat on Sunday night, we played Philly. How'd that go? It was awesome. Big crowd. Yeah, it was Holy a big big crowd. What is going on with the star group? We played in a place Tracking called people from all over the place. Yeah, we played in a place called the Hevra. We played a two. They had a tuba of, uh, gathering, so nice. we played that. That was really fun. And then up to here. And then yeah, and then last night we had some respite. We hung out and barbecued some steaks. And um, shout out to shout uh, out to Avi Zanjurian, the Zanjurian, very good friend of mine. We were in yeshiva together. Yeshiva at Native Aria. He's my roommate. Where does he live? Uh, Fairlawn. Nice. You were in Fairlawn. Yeah. Lovely neighborhood. Right. Rabbi, Rabbi Yudin's neighborhood. Very yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jeez. Speaking and, about Rabbi Yudin, and we work for his son. For which one? For Gotch. Oh, you're in um, Ashrena. I've been teaching uh, three years. So you, must, you must know Akiva Naiman. Yes, of course. My nephew. Oh, look at that. Oh, the there, we go. Oh. there we go. And now the circle is complete. He's, yeah. a, he's actually my niece's husband. Oh, he's but, coming but back. He's, but he's such a superstar, I call him my nephew. He is a superstar. <laughs> yeah. He's a good man. He's coming back to California. NCSY. Yeah. We'll be in California. That's the last one. All right, I think we've done it. I think we've gone through everything now. Oh, we thought to do some music. We, we love you, Akiva. I just want to say that. Akiva's amazing. He really is. If you're listening, I love you. If you're listening, Akiva, what up, dude? Big loss for us, Rainer, wouldn't you say? I would say Akiva so. Naiman, yes. It's a big loss for Eretz Israel too. Ooh, very good point. Very good point. Well, Star has said all the right things this morning so far, that's for sure. <laughs> no question about that. If you go to Facebook Live, Nahum Siegel Network, you can watch this conversation and see what's happening here in studio. It is, in fact, America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com. On the Nahum Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Let's do... Well, it's 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 summer, but we're still going to do your most tour. Just to give people a taste. Those who haven't heard of Star, there may be a couple out there. Give people a taste of what you guys are all about, and then we'll come back, talk about some music, and uh, maybe even do some music live in studio, which would be cool. Awesome. You know, we're we're not even equipped to do music live in studio. That's how cool it would be if you actually did music live in studio. That's what you thought until we showed up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, so so we'll invite Star to do all that coming up here. At JM in the AM. All right, this is their Maos Tour. No joke. It's a great sample, a wonderful example of the music of Star. They are here in the New York area. Till when? We'll find out. We'll get all their details coming up on how you can be in touch with this unique group. Meanwhile, enjoy their performance of Maos Tour at JM in the AM.
Give me please, I admit that I did some things I wasn't proud of now I'm living life differently And when I'm down it's like you're kicking me And if I'm down and you love me shouldn't it be like you're kissing me I'm at the point where I might break now I can't take it no more and I might break down Yo, face down in my palms and I'm gone Buried in psalms, writing songs Everybody needs a everybody can the whole me and let the whole world see you were always there with us on a journey and home is where the heart is hold me because i just want to be holy holy it's star here at jm in the am they call that song mo's tour very interesting gentlemen thank you quite a musical style to say the least we like to keep it fresh <laughs> How long ago was that recorded? Uh, probably about a week or two before uh, Hanukkah. Oh, just now? This yeah. past year? Yeah, yeah. Indeed. What? Oh, whoa, whoa. What? What was that I'd like to know? I think that, it was this guy. I think that's that was me. Um, what was the first star hit that became a breakout song for you guys? The star, the star faithful are familiar with what Mode. song? It was, yeah, it was a song called Mode. It was right after YouTube just like became became yeah. youtube we launched a song called uh mode and it was like that was when a million hits was like a big deal remember right. that like and so we le- released a song called mode and we got about thirty thousand hits immediately and that was like massive for us mm, interesting will i find that on youtube somewhere absolutely <laughs> it's in black and white the whole video is Haredi. the old re- <laughs> the old restoring my soul is that what it's that's called? the so- one Tuesday morning, live music alert. Tuesday with Star Live in Studios. You guys have been around. Do you have more touring to do? Are you leaving us and heading right back to Israel? What's going on? What's happening over the next few days? So there's a possibility of us performing tonight. We're just waiting to see whether we've got an uptown Manhattan Seriously? A last-minute show? Yeah, it's kind of been in the the making for a while. If not, then we may have a gathering in Fairlawn tonight. 
and everybody's okay. invited. Wow. We and may then, do a little um, bit of busking later on today in excuse me? Times Square. Excuse me? Yeah, we, we have on our bucket list <laughs> everybody's to, invited. to play in Times Square. So we, we, we brought our instruments. We're ready to head but to Times we bought, Square. We literally we bought a few buckets to play drums on. Yeah, and we're going to go to Times Square and just rock out in Times Square because it's awesome. That should be interesting. If, if, there's uh, any, if there's anyone out there that's willing to pay enough money tonight, we'll play. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, already the Upper West Side and Fairlawn are bidding for you. So let's, you know, let's give right. them a chance. And that's then right. uh, we're in Brooklyn at uh, BJX, the Brooklyn Jewish Experience. Oh, I've heard a lot of good things about Exchange. BJX. Exchange, sorry, yeah. Since, uh, so we're looking forward to joining them. When is them. that? That's on Wednesday evening. Holy cow, that's, you guys are busy. And that's our, last, uh, that's our last show. And then it's straight back to the Holy Land. And then we go straight back to our wives yeah. and children. Very so. nice. By the way, I had to say hello from Ellie Katz, who ah. was our agent who helped us get into both Camp Lavie and Seneca Lakes. So. Ellie's amazing. He uh, told me about Star a while ago, insisted I watch your videos. and uh, Right. Did you? Great. I certainly did. He's one of the people responsible for my uh, for my interest being piqued in you guys. Right. No, he's great. We're, we're very appreciative of his work. So thank you to Ellie. He's the man. He's Ellie, the man. I love all right. you. All right. <laughs> so tell me, of all the stories, are, is yours the most fascinating one? Mine definitely gets spread around the most. Uh, Brad has a really interesting story about how he worked at McDonald's before he was religious, but we're not going to talk about that today. You, you grow up in Seattle, Washington. That's true. You do or don't know Nissim. Nisim, yeah, I think I knew Nisim back in the day. We grew up. I li- I went to high school about fifteen minutes from him, his high school. So, and I knew him when he was getting involved. Like we had the same connection, people. So we talked a bit. Actually, actually, it was me. I him on which name to choose a little bit when he was choosing his name. Um, I asked this because when he was here in the studio, he described a very rough area of Seattle that he was in, and essentially. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say a majority, but a good number of people he grew up with are no longer alive. Yeah, I, a good number of people that I grew up with are no longer alive, too. Is that true? Yeah. Because of the rap scene you were in or because no, of the neighborhood you grew up in? Or what? I grew up in a high school. The high school that I went to is uh, I had one one of the kids in my high school actually went to, went to death row for killing a cop. Um, and there was one kid murdered another kid's entire family in the high school that I went to. How do you survive an environment like that? Uh, well, you just have to get your gun out first. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I know you're kidding, but I'm, I'm being serious. Uh, you just, I don't know, you just do your thing. Just don't get involved in, uh, in problems. And yeah. how old were you when this injury took place that I referred to earlier? I uh, was 18, maybe. And what injury was it? So, uh, so I used to get into... I used to get into a lot of fights just because of the roughness of my my neighborhood. And it wasn't that I would start the fights, but I had a slight advantage because I started training full contact martial arts since I was three years old and wrestling from the age of eight. So when a fight would come my way, I wouldn't really shy away from it. So there would fights would obviously arise and around where you were, where I was. And uh, fights find people like you. Fights find people <laughs> like me. So, um, yeah. so I would always just finish them very quickly and leave the other person with less teeth than they started with. And uh, when I was when I was eighteen, nineteen, I I got in a fight and uh, I threw the guy on the ground and wrapped him up in a wrestling move called called a double leg ride. And uh, I started punching him. And what happened was my foot turned one way and my leg turned the other way, and I snapped both the bones in my my ankle and uh, like shredded all the ligaments in my in my leg. How did they repair that? Two metal plates, eight screws. I still go off and deeper sometimes. Still I still have, still have. And you meet a physical therapist? No, no, close. Um, there was my this, this, like. How long do you want me to talk? Cause no, I can, go for it. Okay, so Yoni said we can go overtime today. I'll so give you some background information. As long as your colleagues can, don't care. I mean, can I get some water, Yoni? 
No, no way. We're not giving them water, Yodi, are we? That would be phenomenal. <laughs> Scotch would be better, actually. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's too anyway, early in the morning. It's not Shabbos. You can't have Scotch this early. So, uh, so when I was 15, my, my dad and I went to a karate tournament. And um, something's happening with my earphones. I can't hear anymore. Um, so my, so uh, let me check the connection at your end. Don't tell that story. Don't tell what story. No, no, tell the story. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. So, a trainer says live, bro. Live, uh, live, bro. Go ahead, yeah. So, uh, so into this karate tournament, my dad ends up getting punched in the throat, and he's like coughing up blood. He's also a karate expert. He, yeah, like he's you. taught me. He's one of the highest right. ranking martial arts in, in the United States. Really? Yeah. So, so apparently that night, he, did, he refused to go to the hospital. He, he said he was going to ice it and he'd be fine. So that night, apparently he died and came back to life. And, and I believe it's true because a week after we got back to Seattle, he was still having trouble breathing and eating and vuhulu. And he went to a doctor eventually. And the doctor looked at him and said, you need to go to a specialist right now, throat specialist. So he goes to the throat specialist. The throat specialist looks at him and immediately sends him to the trauma center, rushes him in an ambulance like to downtown Seattle. And he gets there. And they're running 100 miles an hour, running tests, freaking out. And eventually my dad says, like, what's going on? Why is everybody like acting like this? And they said, Mr. Murray, you have a blood clot in your throat the size of a hot dog there is no air going through you are not breathing there's no air going to your brain you should be dead you there's no reason you're alive right now and we would normally give you a tracheotomy except you're breathing so you're not breathing you're obviously right. alive some, some air is going yeah exactly through. no well, no there was no air going through well he's breathing so. no he wasn't breathing his mom's living on there's no air going through he wasn't he was living on no air for a week and so nigla. <laughs> So, uh, so, and then they asked him, how are you eating? He said, I've been eating toast all week to try to clear what was in my throat. They said it should have popped the blood clot. You should have died. It's impossible. So my dad ended up becoming more religious. How but, old is he at this point? Uh, wow. I was 15. So my dad was probably. Was he 50 yet or not? 40 or 50, okay. somewhere in that range. Uh, probably so in his 50s, 40s, let's say. Late, late 40s, early okay. 50s, something like that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so eventually he became, he became religious, but he was raised a Christian. So right. he became, uh, joined something called Jews for Judaism, which, which is really just Christians pretending to be Jews. So at the same time, some guy from New York or New Jersey really moved, uh, he was a conservative gear and, uh, he moved into the neighborhood cause he thought it was like a conservative reform type of thing. And, uh, they ended up meeting and, and they're both martial artists and this guy that my dad met. He was an ex 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 uh, Vietnam Special Forces, a little bit crazy martial artist guy. So when I broke my leg, after I broke my leg, I called up him because I had to. Because after I broke my leg, I got beat to a bloody pulp, and I needed to seek some revenge, which is sweet sweet revenge. And um, so I called up this 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 guy, this black guy. And uh, when I met him, he was in the process of being misguided to uh, to real Judaism. Not somebody I would have heard of. His name is right now. It's uh, Yaakov Lunnan. Living where he he just made Aliyah to Israel, but he was in Seattle, Washington, for about maybe ten years or so. He has what type of influence on you that you end up becoming from? Well, it's just. You have to understand, I grew up, my family was, I think, fourth generation from Russia, and they came over in 1900. Meaning uh, your mother's side. Meaning my mother's side. So I saw a family tree recently, and I think out of like 500 offsprings from my great-great-grandfather, I'm for sure the only one that's from, and one of the minority that's Jewish. 
So, you know, America really had an effect on my family and killed the Yiddishkeit in my family. So I had nothing Jewish in my life at all. No bar mitzvah. No, never walked into a synagogue, not even a reform synagogue. I had absolutely no so connection. Until what age? Until you went to age? Till, till, until I got... Until I bumped into him, right. and and I saw him wearing a keep and tzitzis, and I had like a life changing experience of like, I saw him wearing a keep and tzitzis, and I thought, whoa, this is Jewish, and I had a realization that I'm Jewish, and I have no idea what that means, and it was just like overwhelming, and I had to, and I just started firing questions at him and asking him, and he said he didn't have the answers, and he sent me through. There was a cure of cholera in the neighborhood that I'd never know. I didn't know there was a, a religious, I didn't know there was a Jewish neighborhood in Seattle, and I didn't know there was a, what a cold. I didn't know anything, so he sent me there, and I started, I started taking some classes at nights here and there, and then uh, eventually uh, they offered me a ticket to Israel, and I was supposed to go be, be in Israel for two weeks, and uh, and you knew you were going to age. No, I didn't know what age was. You're just going to Israel to hang out. I said, yeah, I said to the, I said to him, I said, where, where am I going? He said, Aish. I said, what's Aish? He said, you know, take a few classes. They'll give you a place to stay. It'll be great. So I had no idea. Actually, when I when I walked into Aish, I walked downstairs, and there and I walked in, and it's seven o'clock in the morning, and I see like a hundred and fifty men in white and black, all with boxes strapped to the body, shuckling in unison. I thought he sent me to a cult. I had no <laughs> idea what was going on. There you go. All right, we're here with Star Ori Murray. Brad Rubenstein, Svi Solomons, Dan Isaac. We're speaking to Ori here about his uh, adventure for a moment. So, so how soon after that uh, were you permanently in Aish after that? For after I just didn't leave after that. I was you just stayed after after about three days. I, I pushed. And you back contact your parents and you say I'm in Israel. Yeah. And, well, they know. I, well, they knew where I was going. Right. So I just told after three days I, I pushed back my ticket to, to change it to three months. And, that was it. and after like a month, I just said I just told my parents to, like sell my car. This and at is, this, this point, deal. and at this point, based on what you said earlier. You're really out of the music scene. You're really, you're really, yeah, you have I, nothing to do with music. At this well, once I got to Israel, I was, I just thought I was going to be there for a minute, you right. know, a week or so. But then after a few months, I just thought, like, yeah, I'm right. And uh, until your encounter with Ray Finer, you have nothing to do with I music. I mean, I quit, no, I was still rapping and doing stuff in Yeshiva until about maybe a year in Yeshiva. That's when I decided I was going to be, I was going to steig mamsh. Right. And get really, really crazy. So that's when I quit rapping about a year after being in Yeshiva. Right. So there's no, you know, let's form a band when you meet guys in Ace or anything no. like that. There's none of that. No, no. diaspora Yeshiva band story here. No, not at all. All that stuff. You're, no. just, you're just completely out of the scene. Yeah. And uh, eventually that conversation with the Refiner, you meet Brad, you run the music by him, et cetera, et cetera, and the rest is history. That's right. Say. That's how we do Why it. Why the name Star? Who can explain it? Do you have a better name? <laughs> I mean, an Aramaic name for a nice Jewish boy. Like, what's going on? Here? We were we were learning um, we were learning uh, Kedushin when we started the band, and we were right on the first page. So we thought it was better than the other two. <laughs> I think Star is Aramaic. I'm a vin, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> so when someone needs a contract from your band, they're asking Star for a star. Huh? That's right. How do you like that? And then but we get phone. Star from them. It's a subliminal message. Isn't there you it? go. Sign us. All right, I will do the Modaani, then we'll come back and do some live music. Cool. All right, Modaani, you'll find this on YouTube, and you'll find it uh, as what uh, Ori and company described earlier as uh, the quintessential classic star selection. Uh, here it is for you on JM in the AM. It is a live music alert Tuesday with Star in the studio. Thank the king for restoring my soul in the morning when the sun is yawning. Thank for restoring my soul, restoring my soul. I wanna thank the king for restoring my soul in the morning when the sun is yawning. Thank the king for restoring my soul, restoring my soul. What you is, what you into. I can't. 
me who rocks an instrumental The sentimental Extend to those that the cut is but who extends his hand to uh, Better bet you In the nexus net from death he does come to protect you Without the question He's gonna catch you Bless you, dress you Take the next step to resurrect you Restoring my soul. JM in the AM on a Tuesday, live music alert Tuesday, in the studio at Star at JM in the AM. They've been touring. They've been in a variety of places over the last few days, and uh, now they are in New York City visiting us. Uh, information about Star, I guess go to the website, huh? Starmusic.com. Starmusic.com. And even better, it's Facebook. Like us on Facebook if you use that. It's facebook.com slash star, and that is the place. Who writes your songs? Uh, myself and uh, Brad. You're the McCartney-Lennon of Star? Right. Can I be Lennon? <laughs> That's how. No, we want you to stick around. <laughs> also, he's from England. He really gets to choose which one he wants to be. <laughs> yeah, but he's from London. They're all from yeah, Liverpool. I mean, come on, but still, it's a know. different country over there in Liverpool. You, you think he'd get first choice? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> Brad Rubenstein, Ori Murray, Tzvi Solomon's, and Dan Isaac. Dan should be rejoining us uh, momentarily. I'm here to Shemis Brachmolad. He'll join us soon. And uh, is it tough with families and everything to keep this group together and do your touring and all that stuff? Oh, my goodness. Not easy, you huh? have no idea. We have 15 kids between us. Wow. And that's not including Tzvi. And what happens <laughs> What happens like uh, on a typical night? You, know, you had weddings and things like that, or you don't do that whole route? We learn Torah. You're just doing performances. You're not doing the whole... Uh... We play for a lot of groups that come into Israel mainly. I.E.? For example, Aish, or JLE, um, or Sameach, JLS. You do birthright trips ever? 
We've done sort of fringe birthright stuff. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So they come in and and, and a typical kind of star show is not standing up and rocking out. We generally sit down and do sort of a a Carly Bucky type style sit down, come sit, share some stories, inspiration. Nice. Um, That's kind of where we feel. That being said, though, we do. We have played bar mitzvahs and weddings. We don't do we don't do the classic, you know, wedding songs. We play. Like our stuff, and uh, like I said, a nice little uh, fun piece in the middle of a wedding or a bar mitzvah or something. Got it. Uh, I want to say hi to Avi Nafusi. He says, Ramat Bechemish rocks. <laughs> hi, Avi. And he says, you rock. Ori, you're awesome. He's awesome. Well, I agree with that, by the way. Do I know him? For us, he's been massive awesome. How do I see him? Who, who is he? Well, if you go to the Inbal Hotel, you know who he is. Uh, okay. Uh, Shimon Kramer's out there watching, as is Rabbi Fass from Nefesh Benefesh. How do you like that? We're going to be with him Ooh, next week. He's a, Rabbi he, Fass. He's a Ramat Beit Shemesh man, isn't Rabbi he? Rabbi Fass, how come you haven't called us, man? <laughs> Waiting for you to call us. Have you ever done the uh, Nefesh Benefesh? No, uh, we'd love to. We think it'd be great. The big techus? Yeah, no, I've never even seen it. I, and when I made Aliyah, I didn't even get involved with it. I don't know if the new Olim are ready for you guys. I think I think everybody's ready for You may for be us. a little too radical. Uh-huh. Actually, we have a new Olim show that's happening on the 22nd of October. Oh, that's right. Are you being serious? No, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. after Yontif? Beit yeah. Shemesh. Beit Shemesh, Iria, straight after, uh, straight after Yontif. Yeah, straight you after said October 22nd. That's yeah. it, yeah. Um, like a week or two so after we're playing for the new Olim. Um, in, in, in the uh, in the city of Beit Shemesh. Oh, we also have a show right after we get back too, yeah. in, uh, in the Gush. In the Gush. Where's that one? Pot Bemelech, I think it's called. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done music festivals? Yeah, we have indeed. We played some interesting ones. We did some a really really cool one. Someone told me you did Eurovision. Is that true? No, we did Hakochav Abala Eurovision, which is Israel's like selection phase it's, ah. a, it's like it's like the equivalent of like america's got talent whoever or, wins goes to eurovision yeah they yeah. represent israel we what was that won. like that was an experience mamish really totally wild and crazy and is that on youtube somewhere a lot of men wearing makeup i can tell you that much yeah we've got a load of videos of us we actually came um we actually did very well we we, we ended up uh, we we're one of the finalists we we're one of the finalists so. what's the show called again the future star the star Start the rising future? star, I think ah, it's rising star. It's the next star. The next oh, star for Eurovision. Who judges? Like, who's the anybody famous judging them? <laughs> the producers of the show. Were, actually, we never knew who they were. Interestingly, <laughs> seriously, yeah, we, like we no have names. Got, no, 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 big names. No, we just didn't know. there's a guy named Mookie who's oh, like, yeah. who's like, or no, they changed it this year. On, on our year, it was some guy named <laughs> some guy named Mookie who was like the like you know the, I don't know the rap hip hop groovy hippie music guy in Israel for like the past 10 years some woman named Karen Pellis who apparently is famous uh, some <laughs> somebody else who's the guy the guy Carl Scott who 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 was a Eurovision person for Israel wow. um, I think he's famous too and then some bald guy what was his name Shlomi Shabbat no he's no. bald no, I'm trying to think of every bold guy. No, I know he wasn't. Real. He wasn't a singer. He was just some guy, some producer type. So, yeah, that we never would have heard of before. That exactly, night. and I don't think anybody ever heard of him. All right, what are we doing? How are we going to do this? Uh, this in studio performance we've been promising our listeners. How are we going to do this? So, uh, what's going on? Tell us what's happening. Well, Brad, oh, give me an intro. He something. has he has an acoustic guitar. Nice, and not Brad. plugged in. Sweet, Brad, you're well prepared. I appreciate. Sweet has. It. I'll give you this. Okay. It's, oh, 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 no, oh, oh, no, no, no. That's what it is. That what is Those it? Those headphones getting too close to that mic. Don't do that, Dan. Stop go. it. Uh, I think we're going to take Brad's. Okay, got it. Now I got it. I controlled it. Okay, fine. I think we're going to take Brad's microphone, stick it on his acoustic guitar. Tzvi has a box over here. Nice. We found a box in the studio, and he has a plastic plate. So if you, it's on the table. So if you can see on Facebook, that's really cool. And Tzvi's gonna, Tzvi is possibly one of the best drummers in the world. You can, If you want some crazy drum action, you watch Tzvi play anything that makes noise. 
in the car he started playing a, a can of Pringles, which was really awesome. So everybody in Israel knows he's a great drummer. Yeah. And so we're going to play it. You ever lend them out or Star has them exclusively? He has another band, unfortunately. He's, really? Yeah. What's that called? It's called Nuriel. Nice. They play like folky hippie music, which is really cool. We love it. They Little do a lot of that fans. in Jerusalem, huh? Yeah, they love that. So uh, we're going to play a song that's written by David Amalek. It's called Shir Malas. And uh, it's our own little star twist on it. So check it out. Sure, I'm Malos here at JM in the AM. You know, you guys are in Beit Shemesh, and we hear a lot of interesting things about Beit Shemesh. Is yeah. it difficult for your kids that you're uh, involved in the uh, world of eclectic Jewish music? Well, we have some uh, we have some special rabbiim um, 
beautiful Rebaim who actually we ask all questions to. So we get Heta to do the certain things that we want to do. And yeah, but that doesn't like, always satisfy everybody out there, do I mean? No, I think... Um, no one's making fun of your kids that their parents are, are star individuals. No, no actually, actually everybody's, on the contrary. everybody's parents and think we're, it's awesome. Like when my kids go and play at a friend's house and I pick them up, they're like, oh, you're in star. <laughs> That's fine. No, it's going to be fine. All right, very good. I'm glad to hear there's some normalcy over there. Thank God. Not always easy. It's in an amazing place for to live if you're a Jew because it's it's it has the it's it's it has the year Shemayim and the Avos Hashem, and it also has a, has normality. So it's a, it's a really wonderful. Place well, we were in Beit Shemesh last week, but I don't know what neighborhood we were in. You're probably in Bet. Maybe I don't know. Depends on where you are. Which can, which which canyon were we in? What was the name of the canyon that we were big. in? Big. Was it big? I don't remember. It's not so big. <laughs> it's not <laughs> such a big one. It's, it's Beit Shemesh, so it's huge for there, though. Tuesday morning live, Music Alert Tuesday with Star. Information starmusic.com. Would that be accurate? <clears throat> yeah. Starmusic.com. Star Facebook is always better, though, because we really update that. Star, you can find like our music and us on YouTube and all of where our stuff is. But if you want to know what we're doing and where we are, Facebook is our live feed. How well, Because the group's been together for like 10 years, you said. Yeah. But, we, but we've never seen you guys around here. How often do you get to the United States? We're just really, really bad at marketing. But, but how often do you get to this country? Uh, this is the first time we've actually been to New York. And really? I, and, and actually for us three, Brad and I, this is the first time we've ever been to New York ever. You've, you've never walked into New York City? Well, I mean, I've been, I've been in JFK before. I'm but saying, but you've never actually... No, I've never been in Times so, Square still yet. So, this, by the way, this studio, best part of New York. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> That's what everybody said. This, this it is, feels like it. This, this is, is the best part of New York. You know what? City. I was getting really excited for like the, the Statue of Liberty, Empire State Building, but I'm like, man, this is it. I don't yeah. think you can go up from here. You made it to NSN. We have, you to have, to go, nothing else to have to go straight back because in your Kadusha. <laughs> we did a tour of LA a couple of years back, which was... Great experience. Oh, come on, LA is nothing compared to this. No, Grand, but there Grand are, Street of Manhattan. There are a lot of restaurants in LA. Yes, though. many of the kosher restaurants. But, and, and, but New York is not. And too crazy shabby. enough, I was thinking like I got sushi every single day in LA. I didn't <laughs> even try all the restaurants. <laughs> That's a strange thing. <laughs> I was doing. Um, so it's a rarity. No wonder. Now I understand. It's a rarity that you're in New York City. I mean, hopefully it won't be. I mean, right. after people hear this show and that version of Sheer Malls, we'll you be, would think. We'll be, Run, run in the bar mitzvah scene, I hope. You would think you're doing three, four-week tours. That's you know? right. If our wife would let. Um, I love you, Adele. That's my wife's name. So <laughs> where's she from? She's from Manchester. Have you played Seattle since you became from? No. You've never gone back there. I went are there Are there once. rap artists there that would know who you are at this point? At this point, no. No way. There's nobody from your past that would be impressed by the fact that you're doing this. I mean, a lot of my friends growing up are like really big name DJs. But Give um, me a couple of examples that I might have heard of. You don't. You nobody? Don't, nobody. All no local? One. All No, but they're like rave DJs. Right. <laughs> not, <laughs> my, not my style. I don't, know what, I don't know what you do at night, <laughs> but I hope not. <laughs> not mine. Well, I did work at FMU for a long time, but I don't know if that alternative music made it there. I did, I did, I did when, I was, when I was 18. I played with a guy named DJ Fresh who was like top 10 MTV. Yeah, why does that name sound familiar to me? He was a big DJ, so I played with him. And then, yeah, who's the big one today? You don't follow anymore. I I don't know. You don't know any of that scene at all. No, not really. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, what can I do? Don't worry, I'm not holding it against you. Brad, what about you? You go back to your roots ever and uh, meet up with some of the old musical people you knew, or not? Um, Not so much, actually. No, I was in a band with a cousin of mine who I'm still very close to, Johnny Gordon. Um, But no, I don't really kind of catch up with very many people. I spent a lot of time basically in the recording studio when the album was about to be released. Where do you record? In your own? Actually, uh, what, here? No, when you're in Israel, where do you record? In Israel, I have a studio. Your own studio? Yeah, yeah, thank God. Hashem. Star Headquarters. 
Mm-hmm. Star quarters. That's Star it. quarters. Yeah, it, it was. It is. Thank God. Yeah, it's good. Dan, what's your background? Uh, me. Any um, adventures like these guys, or you're you're a regular yeah. you're a regular Golders Green chap? Oh <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, Safadi Golders Green ah. chap. Uh, my music background, I would say, started off uh, very kind of Middle Eastern and Sephardic. Right. I would sit my dad's lap and Shabbat and shawl and drum on the table while singing the Pismonim. And uh, I very much grew up on a lot of the Yom Tichon Mizrahi music that my Israeli family would come on VHS tapes right. and bring the Israeli festival recordings. And <laughs> me and my brother would watch that when religiously. Get, and When did you get to Israel? Um, so it's a long story cut short. I was 19 and uh, a lot of my friends were in the Tivarie in their second year already. January is when I came here. Nativ has kids from the United Kingdom? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's, there's, a, there's a British contingency. Hmm. And being British and Sephardi, I was Ravbina's, you know... Token Brit and uh, Sephardi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, well, I originally thought I was, you know, was going to be there for like, you know, three to six months. And then I wanted to join the army and special forces and so on and so forth. As, uh, you know, the, the, the average young teenager, you know, wants to save the world and so on and so forth. But yeah. slowly but I surely... I realized that, you know, the Torah world was something that really struck a chord in me. I, I really, really loved learning. I loved being in the Tiv. I loved, uh, you know, the Shirim and the rabbis and so on and so forth. And three months soon became, you know, committing to a year and a half. And then, you know, a year and a half became three years in the Tiv Aryeh. Wow. And um, got married, went to Kolo, got smicha. And where I am right now is I'm also married to a Mancunian lady, Miriam. Hi, Miriam. What's up? I think she's listening. Big up to Manchester. And uh, she went to Bear Miriam, lovely girl. And uh, yeah, got married and went to Kolo and stayed in Eretz Yisrael, which is a big schus, and uh, ended up um, So how did you meet these teaching. guys? How many years ago? At the beginning of the group? She was training. Yeah, well, the old city, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Eshato is right next to Nativ and. You picked them off of a we, corner? We were, we were, I originally got in as the drummer. We were looking and I'm for like, I can do backing vocals too. And they're like, okay, let's hear them. And they're like, oh, those are good vocals. And then there was this one song which uh, had a very Sephardi kind of twist to it. And I'm like, no, Brad, Brad was Brad was singing. Right. Like, Brad, no, that, no, no. that ain't the way to do it. Huh? You've got to sing it Sephardi. Like, it will just make the song so much more. So how long ago was this that you joined? Um, seven, coming on eight years, yeah. Are you a Man U fan? I, I'm not into football. I like playing football. Chelsea? Nah. I just like making believe that I know what's going on with, with football. And yeah, right. I do that. I have, I have a, what's the other one? Arsenal? Arsenal? I have a long-going feud with my father-in-law because like, I, I was a campus rabbi in, in Manchester for a year. Yeah. And so when I moved to Manchester, I thought like somebody said, like you have to pick a team. So I said, like I'm from Seattle. And we always lost to New York because New York had the richer, had more money. Right. So, uh, so I, I asked somebody, what, which team has the most money in all of, <laughs> in all of soccer? Manchester and they said United. Manchester City. Because <laughs> right. they, Manchester City is owned by some... some right. uh, Jewish some, guy, right? No, some prince and, and like some Arab. Oh, one of them's owned yeah. by a Jewish family. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Man, Man United. Man yeah, so that's Man United. So uh, so I said, said somebody told me it's Man City, so I'm like, great, that's my team. And my father-in-law <laughs> is a Man United fan. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like in, in England, like football is not, it's a re- it's beyond a religion. It's it's a step above. And right. like that has not worked out well. <laughs> but I'm still going to support Man City because they're better. And Svi Solomons, any uh, interesting adventure to tell us about or... Uh? His life. <laughs> oh, really? You've had an interesting life? You can say so. I mean, amongst Israelis, I guess you can say I had been mixed with many, many different cultures within Israel um, or under the umbrella of Judaism, but different 
styles of Judaism, so to speak. Uh, musically, actually, my um, my mom was is a balas tshuva. From where? From Ireland, but she was born in Ireland. In Dublin. She, yeah, both my parents were born in Dublin, but she most of her years spent in England. During the sixties, she actually was a manager of three different bands. Are you and, serious? Yeah, she came us with second place in like a dance competition. So she was very involved with music, and I think I got most of my musical influence through her. However, my dad actually played the baron. It's an Irish drum with Rib Shlomo, Shlomo Kabach. Wow. So I definitely was a music home. We used to go to concerts every two weeks. We would go to some Jewish event that was happening, and that was always a part of life. And it's always been a part of life, so that's me, basically. And when did you uh, meet these guys? So Ori Mori's wife, she was a bad by us. She would accomplish a baton and stuff. So when they met, she brought him to meet us, actually, before they got married. So we kind of hit it off. And in his wedding, he got up to freestyle, and I just took on the drums. And he knew that I played drums from that point onwards, and at some point he gave me a call. Very cool. Also, also we knew, I knew about Tzvi, so when I, when I started the band with Ishai Rebo, um, we, Tzvi was one of our main candidates for, for drummage, but uh, he was he was way too stark to play in a band at that point in time. So we had to hold off drummage until... Drum it is now. It's good, right? Drumage. Drum, drum. <laughs> That's if you're French. Uh, so, so yeah. But we eventually got hold of Svi because he's he's awesome, totally awesome. Uh, not only as a drummer, but as a human being. Yeah, love him. We love Svi. What do people outside of the Jewish community, especially in the area that you grew up in, think of us? I don't know. What do you mean by us, the Jewish people? Yeah. What do they, th- they if they met you today? On the assumption for a moment that you had close friends from way back. They met you today. What would their impression be of I, who you are and what you're doing? I think it really depends on who the demographic is. But I can tell you when I went back from Yeshiva and visited, um, I, I met up with all my old friends who were not obviously not Jewish. And they were like really inspired and in, in, in awe because like, you know, in such a world where everything is so fake and so translucery. Is that a real world word? It is now. Um, like, I had something real, and people were like really inspired by me, and it was re- very interesting because I, I you know, I'm some girl that I went to high school with. I was talking to her for like ten minutes. I'm wearing keeping tzitzis, and after ten minutes, she was just like, "Oh my goodness!" And I'm like, "What?" And she goes, "You're normal. You're like the same person. You what? What? Because because." where i'm from when people become religious they get christian they get weird and they become really super into themselves and holier than everybody else and they can't be, be normal so it was like I, it was a shock for everybody that i was still grounded and normal and yet i had purpose and i was striving to be better so you know I, I, from my perspective i think anybody that meets us and speaks to us is just you know was impressed because you know we're, we're mentions and we, when we, we get we, up on stage you know. when we get up on stage that uh, that initial that feeling there where you're looking at the crowd and they're looking at you and like, you know, eyeballs are rolling and they're like, oh no, are they going to play some chassidisha, whatever it might be. And, you know, you see, you see stars, you know, we played a music festival in Israel, for example. Oh, um, the and they start turning around in the negatives, turning around, walking away. And then we start playing, right? Music starts, we, the, 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 the beat drops and then there's a little bit of rap and people's faces, you see their faces just go unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, if you see, if, when we're on a uh, Haba, which is uh, equivalent of Israel, you know, Israeli X Factor. Same reactions. We got up there, we played Lincoln Park in the end, and you saw the judges' faces just go, "What the?" It's, it's it's a great feeling to know that you can that you can build bridges 
with people that, you know, might ordinarily think, you know, I cannot connect to somebody like that, looks like that, dresses like that, might act like. And then suddenly, what do you know? They play good, fresh sounding, awesome music. And, you know, after the show, we have, you know, conversations with people and we invite them over for Shabbat and they come. They come. Sushi at my house, everyone's invited. And uh, we build bridges and it's really beautiful. We've got letters. People have wrote us emails and letters and messages saying, you know, you are a really big part of my inspire you know the inspiration my you know yiddish kite today i'm from because of star thank you star it's uh it's more than just music it's a connection i guess that's what star is star you know the contract we we we, right. we forge a connection to people and one that you're not ready to break right uh is the english jewish community very into you guys because of the two of you they- we've, we've been to we've been to the uk we go to England more than anything don't yeah, we, we, yeah. we we were there last year for the uh, shabbat project which was fantastic cool. did a campus tour yeah, we did a campus tour as well. That's right. Yeah, we, we went around the universities via Aisha Tour, actually, which was fantastic. Um, Shout out, Aisha UK. We've been there a few times. We've been there a few times. Are you writing constantly to tour you or to, uh, when the inspiration hits? It's we, finding time to actually sit down and, and record. Fam- family life and work life is, is quite busy. This is not our full, full-time thing. We've always got a song, the tip of our tongues, humming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, um, Getting it's our phones out, there, recording right? something, sending, them to, sending it to each other. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes, right? Simple so, as that. Starmusic.com, the best way to reach them is through Facebook. You can look up Star online. Uh, you mentioned earlier off the air the Echad Miodea, you think, is a good example of uh, of your material. I love Echad Miodea. We're not doing anything else live, correct? Uh, we, we could. could oh, if you could do another one live, that would be amazing. Do you, want, do you want to do Echad Miodea before we do live? Are you going to do live first? Oh, yeah, so do it's up live? to you, whatever you want. You ready? You're ready to do a live song? We'll like? do a live song. Yeah, sure. Is this microphone? Can you, can you turn this up just a bit so I can pick up? Yeah, the guitar song? needs to be a bit louder in my ears. Yeah. We'll do We're going to do another one? Uh, okay. Yeah, I got it. I'll talk Okay, so you don't need the microphone then, Brad. All right. Um, Facebook Live right now. Go to Facebook Live. You'll see Star Live in Studio. Facebook Live, Nahum Single Network right now. Star Live in Studio. The song you're doing is. Adon Alam. Here we go. Place that'll make you move shape Bother who could stay with you face Bother who could play with you Not the three, four, five to the ones stay true Stay tuned to stay you To the beat of the drum that's begun to pace you Great news to save you It's a whole the world, buddy boy And break too I don't know love I share my life But tear him go, tear him go
sectors got the better living texture forget the pressure you run the weather you sound the ledger it's still hot shot hey is the center with every sec tick tick boom big man mission to so nana fix ah tune yeah and get the rhythm to sit on the rock roll with the g oh followed by the d so on that all up in the three d cap one with the e turn Deep and back, can't you see no holding back? I sold the stack from the front to back, that's collapse. Breathing on the fast steps as a rap, the king is back. You never left, y'all, and you'll be feeling that. After that, you'll be seeking that. After that, you'll be real with that. After that, you'll be feeling that. After that, you'll be seeing that. After that, you'll be real with that. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be. Say dance with me, dance with me. Can you, can you, can you dance with me, dance with me? Can you, can you, can you dance with me, dance with me? Can you, can you, can you dance with me, dance with me? What? Amazing, star. Thank you so much. Live in studio at JM in the AM. Can you play Achad Mi Adek? Can we play that live? Oh, we'll do it. Oh, you want to yeah. do it live? No, 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 not yeah, live. No, no, not live. No, yeah, sure, we'll do it. That's Sweet. how we'll wrap things up. How do you like that? Amazing. Yeah, we got the whole thing set up here. Are you kidding? We planned out the whole show. Not at all. <laughs> we had you, no idea what we were walking into. Before you guys even showed up. Um, anyway, oh, there was a, it was actually a comment from um, somebody who claimed, you know, let me, let me get back to this because it's worth reading because it was a, uh, a comment that had to do with your guy's hometown. Listener Jeremy says the following, listening from your wife's hometown, I'm an ex-Hasmo boy myself. I support Chelsea in this sea of United and City fans. So you guys know what that means. Yeah, that's a very important comment. <laughs> Isn't it? Hey, we have a guy from your hometown. I, he means your hometown, I assume, right? Yeah, that's what I figured. I'm going to make sure to talk about it. And Yitzhak in San Antonio is watching. How do you like Yitzhak, that? Yitzhak. Maybe, maybe you'll play Texas one day. I, I hope so. There's a lot of rap music in Texas? Not really, right? I, I've never been to Texas. <laughs> but I presume there is. Did you tour when you were a young rapper? Or just yeah, know. yeah. Uh, I wasn't. We didn't go on tours. I would just get flown out because I'd play like big rave parties. So we'd get flown out to different parts of the West Coast. Are you still a great martial artist? Uh, I, I could probably break a brick. Is it difficult with your leg situation? Uh, only when I get kicked there. That's it. That's Other, it. Otherwise, you're yeah. You're it's a little bit fledged. sensitive. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Are there a lot of martial artists in Israel that you know? Yeah, about? it's really heaving with martial artists. Like, do you keep up with it or not so much? I mean, I started teaching like a martial arts slash uh, wrestling class to uh, to another yeshiva. But if someone attacked you on the streets of Beit Shemesh, I'd probably take out their eyeball and you would be prepared and let them wink at themselves. You would be prepared. I would, I'm definitely. I'm always prepared. <laughs> He's being serious, right? I am being serious. <laughs> Brad, are you also a? Uh... Are you also equipped to do that? Yes, I'm a secret martial artist. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Ori lets everyone know about it. They know to avoid him. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't talk about those things. <laughs> Brad is the big surprise. Yeah, I'm suffering with a triple hernia right now, so the thought of it makes me feel... Hey, a big thank you to Yoni Pollock. Yoni Pollock is Yoni the Pollock man. is our videographer this morning. Yoni is Yoni. The, probably the best videographer we've ever had in New York. You know that because of him, or I should say because of you guys, he gets to go on vacation tomorrow night. He's You're leaving, the man. He's leaving for 10 days because of this very tough morning he had with Star. It's very oh. rough with yeah. us. To say the least. Well, I want to take vacation Oh, for speaking sometimes. of Texas, he's from Texas. He's, Texas. From, he's from Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Yeah. Woot, woot. Did you see the big Wheel of Fortune episode that he was on? 
No, yeah. but I want to see it now. Have you heard of Wheel of Fortune? I've heard of it. So he was on. He won. You're on. What did he you won win? a whole bunch of money, like nine grand. Can I have your meister? <laughs> oh, everyone asked. For, <laughs> everyone asked for his meister long ago. I think. I think we got it somehow. Uh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he tossed it right back to his boss. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much he loves his job. Exactly. Ask him. He'll tell you. Even off the air, he'll tell you how much he loves the job. All right. Um, we will wrap things up with um, with Echad Miodea. Amazing. I want to take this opportunity to thank Dan Isaac. Svee Solomons, Ori Murray, and Brad Rubenstein. We know them as star. We were promised an interesting conversation with you guys, and you came through. We did it, right? Somehow you uh, you made good on that commitment. Sweet. Does that mean we can come back next week? You can come back as long as you take care of one thing for me. Um, you send regards to Akiva Namath. Will do. You'll be able to do. Oh, you can't. He's on his way to America. We can always write him a message. Ah, there you go. You'll text him for me. That's right. <laughs> Let him know his uncle did well. <laughs> That's right. Things went fine in the big NSN studios. And by the way, all the other stuff, Statue of Liberty, Times Square, Rockefeller Center, you could ignore all that. Okay. You, you, you visited the NSN studios in Manhattan. We here. knew that. Yeah, this is it. Coming into that, we the have. The pinnacle of the star experience. Ain't your Dima Kadusha, baby. I wonder what's going to happen now. You'll have to literally travel to the seven wonders of the world and play there in order to time I don't this. think that could, could Even be this. that? Even that. Over your, you know, the more I speak to you, the more accurate I see you are. (laughs) You know your stuff, to say the least. Anyway, Echad Mi Odea. It's Star, and we thank them at JM and the Ask me if I think about it. I'll tell you that I think about it night and day. It's not about believing in God, it's about believing that God believes in you. It feels like spring, yeah, he's our king In the heavens and the earth Whoa, you saved us before, come on and save us again Whoa, so next year we will be in Jerusalem, Jerusalem Freedom in our mind, freedom with our time, freedom to a land that belongs to us, to a city of gold where it's all about your soul, and hearing all our people sing in unity. It feels like spring, yeah, he's our king in the heavens and the Set me free. I don't think you believe in me. See that you mean my peeps. We've been moving through the deep. We've been through hell and back. As long as that you got my back. What I mean by that, you've been carrying us on your back. Put that sheep's blood on door frames. Using plagues like their war games. Take me home like your place. Exulting in your name. The cold came, then you warned me. Storm came, you support me. Beyond bliss, we're God's kids for your honor. We're toiling. You saved us before, come on and save us again. Whoa, so next year we will be in Jerusalem. Whoa. Come on and save us again Whoa So next year we will be in Jerusalem That was my conversation and visit from Star 
the unique group with their own sound and uh, really an incredible story. Hope you enjoyed um, on this edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to hear some of the wonderful guests who've been with us on JM in the AM. Uh, airs um, every single Tuesday at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, and uh, then again on Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.